Hello and welcome to Elite Cadre, the War Machine Hordes podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm Mike. I'm Alex. I'm Kurt. I'm Benj. And no one interrupted Mike. Yeah, we actually managed to get some semblance of a professional intro. Fuck We're all too tired. What's going on? So, we're here this week to discuss the big new thing of CID. Uh, The Grimkin have fallen off the CID block there away until their final release. So, today, so this is very much a hot take, Steamroller 2017 beta. Yes. Is it technically a beta? The document on page one says Steamroller 2017 beta. Okay. A beta beta. beta it, says at the top of, it says at the top of... Okay. Um, <laughs> what yeah. was that? I thought that was very witty, whatever it was. But I didn't it was it. very witty, but unfortunately it's cut out, so we didn't hear it. Oops. It was very funny, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll trust you, Kurt, and I'm sure the audience will laugh along with you regardless of what it was. I'm sure they did. <laughs> um, so, this will be the big new replacement to SteamRoll 2016, which has been around for on quite a while at this point. Um, and we'll be going to force, what was it, lock and load this year? Yeah, I think that's when it starts. In, in, when it starts. <sighs> yeah. Um, and it is quite a change. We're looking at an almost top-to-bottom revamp of the whole thing with mm, some twiddly bits here and there. And fjords. Uh, pardon? And fjords. That was very, also very funny. Okay. I'm not sure if he's just not saying the end of his sentences now to make himself sound more... <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with that gonna... now. um so we probably won't catch every single change that's in here um so bear that in mind before you go to a tournament think i know what's changed you don't um why would anyone trust us to to, like give them advice before a tournament then there's the first mistake (laughs) we're there to help you have a fun tournament not necessarily a successful one that's going to be a tested two yeah, the rest of the other week. Um, <laughs> so, um, do you want to go through this, the, the, the things that stood out to each of us, or do you want to go through this? I don't think we want to go through every single page. That's no, going to be tedious. No, we don't want to go through every single point. That one. I think we should just read the whole document out. I, <laughs> that is not good podcasting. I, um, That's great podcasting. That's not, you're right, it's not good podcasting. <laughs> should we start, <laughs> no, should we start off with the one that has caused a lot of discussion so far and has already caused the first um, potential change of CID, um, which is measurement markers. Now, this is something that was discussed beforehand in one of the insiders where people were talking about um, not necessarily having the table clogged with as much stuff. So, so have, the measurement so market section is press authorized stuff. Oh, I didn't uh, read no, that. No, you have to use accurately measured lengths of spaghetti that you've broken up before. Um, spaghetti. Which must be independently checked by a judge beforehand. Just, you know. And if you nibble the end <laughs> yourself, aren't you? Yeah, nibble the ends off your opponents. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nibble your so, opponents. In this context, in this context, uh, a measurement marker is a token template, glass bead, or other item used by a player to mark a specific place on the board based on pre-measurement. For example, a player might use a glass bead to mark the cha- charge range of an enemy warjack, or might place an empty model base to determine if a friendly model will fit into a specific space after charging an enemy. A player cannot have more than one measurement marker on the table at any one time. Now, this caused quite some consternation in the community, both on Reddit and on the CID forums, because people were somewhat um, 
I'm not perturbed by this. They're getting very... This is the thing. People were like, oh, no, we don't want pre-measurement. But now, now we have pre-measurement. It's, I want to pre-measure everything. Um, so there was some discussion. So if you do pick up your CID document, there is already a change to this section, um, which now means you can use multiple measuring devices to determine a single measurement, but you must remove them before moving on to the next measurement. How do people feel about this? Unnecessary before rules, lawyery. Before oh, okay. Interesting. Or the next activation? That's the bit I'm kind of confused. Well, it's, it's before moving on to the next measurement. So okay. I think that would be, if you're saying, I want to move this model here, and I want to see if this is in range from there, right. that's, that's one chain of measurements. So you could okay. use markers to do that. Um, but if you wanted to do another model, you'd have to take those markers up and do that one separately. I was there mm -hmm. because having at least six proxy based proxy plane blank bases to show where things were going to charge to where my stuff might get to um and that after a while you're kind of going what what, what then yeah what? That, th th this is one of the points i actually made when i was talking to people on reddit um it's very easy to have a midfield of the table it's very choked with stuff because let's say turn two three where you're having to make some real finicky measurements you've kind of got six models that all have proxy bases down there's all there's measuring sticks to get them back to the their bases then you're measuring from those proxy bases and seeing if they're in melee range of something else and all of a sudden you've got this big plastic cludge in the center of the table um this is an attempt to eliminate that i guess uh, but uh, ben you're actually interested to hear more from you because you said it's unnecessary rules lawyering uh i have never experienced the i'd, I'd prefer to have all the widgets on the table if someone's going to kill me if uh it's a pivotal sort of play and there's multiple models involved uh for this to happen because it's more uh you get to see it you get to see the the thoughts and all all the machinations played out before having to you know um so not only do your models see their life flash before their eyes, they also see what's killing them on its way but, in. Uh, having seen some of those um, widgets that are the steppers in action and proxy bases between them and all, the, all those, so they, they just really aid in some maneuvers that you never thought were sort of possible until you plot it out. And I think more of that's quite good. I've never seen a mass of plastic. Uh, like, I think the only time that we've seen a mass of plastic is when you see a load of bronzebacks basically that are charged or you know beasts that have unnecessary gangly bits i, th I think the mass, of, the mass of plastic tends to come out when people are moving into sort of a turn two three analysis paralysis moment where you do find that they are doing the table trigonometry and trying to work out okay i need to activate this model first to move here but then i can't move this here because of this so this needs to go first so i can do this over here and you just That's see fair. them get into a mess i quite enjoy that because some people pull themselves out of that and it's quite fun to it both for both people because it can be a bit nerve-wracking going oh can they do it can they not mm. you know and Depends on what they're doing. i'd agree with that i'd agree with that one yeah and it eliminates said on reddit if someone does start doing table trigonometry turn three and gets themselves into this 20 minute kind of measuring fest and then at the end of it goes, no, I can't do it, and then clocks out. That's not fun for them. It's not fun for me if I'm the one that's winning because they've clocked out. It, it, it's not even a game. I like... I, 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 can I just finish? Somebody... 
I've seen somebody map it out and then destination on or at least clearing lots of heavies and then they looked at it, proxies in and went, actually, what, what, how does that work? What are the odds? Actually, no, change the plan quick. It was, that wasn't, that wasn't alas ever, but I've seen what Ben's described as in people starting to think, actually, no, that's not going to work, which is quite interesting. I, I think, yeah. I think the, the key thing here, um, actually speaking as someone who's helped at a lot of the large tournaments, is, and this is something I've tried to get across on uh, again on Reddit as well. I can honestly say that quite a lot of the time, this probably won't be policed heavily. But what it will become is a please don't take the piss rule. Yeah, I, I, it will become a unspoken rule. And what I was going to say, just to finish the point on that, was that it does eliminate the need for a lot of judge calling and it, it, it encourages interaction between yeah. the two players for the for the yeah. models for everything to work out some people don't like that and some people get really annoyed when you you ask for their help to plot out something that's going to end their you know caster's life but uh i think it eliminates um having to get tos constantly involved and having to independently adjudicate you know i mean you get somebody to come along at the end and say are you happy with all that you know, you just give a brief synopsis of your uh, here, here, there, and everywhere. But um, yeah, uh, I I don't mind people using those aids. And if it, I was playing against someone, oh, I'd be actually, just like, we do have a point here uh, from Matt that proxy bases are excluded from being measuring aids. Oh, okay. Mm, no. <laughs> okay. Um, so if you're talking about masses of steppers, then I don't know. I still found those steppers quite intriguing. Can uh, anyone remember when PP released the ruling that models had to have tokens next to them and the outrage in oh, some that, circles yeah, that, that caused? Yeah, the vengeance token. Yeah. Vengeance. Yeah. Six inch across vengeance token. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's similar to that. I think people I, are actually, you know, I, reading I, it now. I'm going to go back on something I've just said already. Um, unless Matt is making this point, I'm not quite clear on it. Um, it defines a difference between proxy bases and empty model bases, and this is actually quite important. Proxy bases that are standing in for models that cannot physically fit on the table, you can have unlimited of those. But empty oh. bases that are a measurement aid, that's part of the chain of measurement. <laughs> so my 50 million token that I use to make when the bomber won't quite fit, for as many of those as you like, we've got it, got it either right behind it or it's yes. literally a proxy in place of are fine yeah. but as, you, soon, as soon as you can put the model on the table you put it on yeah. the table which yeah. you'll, i think you'll do yeah um but yeah you're allowed proxy bases but empty bases used for measurement they're a different what? thing entirely mm. sorry <laughs> someone's going on to something and i've interrupted the flow yeah i was just kind of saying about the um the whole you know token thing everyone was up in arms at the fact that everything has to have tokens I think quite quickly yeah. it, was, it was adopted, picked up, and, and people didn't really think too much more of it. And I think it's it's the kind of fear of the unknown to a degree, or fear of, of change maybe is more accurate. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of the time, even before um, there was the mandate on tokens, um, most people I know use them because they're quite useful for, for just for bookkeeping more than anything else. If you can yeah. see what's on the table, then there's no disagreement of, oh, yeah, I know that's got blur on it. Yeah. I mean, but the, you know, there probably are people who back in there um, would have said, focus tokens, why do we need tokens for them? Surely we can just remember how much focus Aircaster has. <laughs> so, token gate. No, no, we're not going back to gate gate or whatever it is. Gate, okay. big gates. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, are we, are that... we kind of uh, uh, agreed that, well, 
there's a there's a reasonable level of measurement tooling on the table and this is going to be more of an advisory than it is something solid i think it's to stop people going too far with it yeah it's they put it as one but you're going to think it's reasonable nine is going a bit too far yeah and confusing well, I'll say the ETC if I see anyone using more than one measuring device, the instant DQ. Whole thing, whole <laughs> no, no. What you, what you do is if you see someone using more than one measurement device, you get the uh, the, the good old school shatterproof plastic ruler. Just slap them across the back of the mouth. They were not shatterproof. <laughs> no, they were not. They were unbreakable, but mm, yeah. I think the point is that they don't shatter into a million pieces. Yeah, get you in the eye. They could. Uh, they also couldn't shatter into anything that was uh, easily going to cut you either. Yes. Yeah. So no making shanks. <laughs> shame. It's a shame. It was like prison school. Shank would have come in handy. Sorry. Wow. Oh, I don't know. Wow. <clears throat> okay. School bullies. They are a thing. <laughs> okay. Wow. Things got really dark. Really. Yeah. Quick. Sorry. Sorry. I've been watching Thirteen Reasons. That's pretty dark. I've okay. not watched that yet. So. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's teeny angst. Fair enough. Right over your street then, Ben. Hi. Hey. Hey. You leave me alone or I'll go in my dark corner and listen to emo. <laughs> Shall we move on to the um, the next, well, the, the next change that stood out to me that I thought was interesting? Why yeah. not? Okay. It's in the army list section. Um, and it's one simple sentence that's been added to the, the first section each list a player brings must be played at least once during an event that's the, the bit that stuck out to you all the time every time mm. so you still don't need to bring a second list but if you do you have to play it i would have said i i'm surprised you said that one Re oh, okay what, what what did you think i was going to bring up i was going to say uh the solidification of warjack points because that, that was that's that's something that's kind of been there and kind of been discussed. And how, how do you mean solidification of warjack? You can't take less than uh, four of your allocated amount or whatever it is. That's always been there. Has it? I thought it was more than four. No, previously two. Uh, two. Mm. Uh, in Mark two, it was two. It was doubled for Mark three. Oh, okay. Yours used to be just two points off your list, wasn't it? In Mark yeah. two, of my recollection, yeah. you could know. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, yeah, Matt's going. Constant DNC is big. Yeah, constant DNC is big. Uh, depends whether this extends across the Masters pack as well. That's a whole different kettle of fish. Um, but yeah, uh, the 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 the, um, the maximum differentiation in point size has always been there, and I think it was it was something to do with players who are playing under points, so people weren't getting as many army points off them. And oh right, yeah. yeah. It's um, it was an odd one. Yeah, so what team team tournaments probably more. Um, p potentially, potentially. Okay. It's it's an interesting. So, uh, any other thoughts on constant DNC? Um, I I like it. It's fine. Uh, it means that you just don't get like someone writing a junk list that they're never going to actually play. And that's fair. Yeah, I think so. most events had DNC involved, though. So I think you know, I don't think there was too much of that. Near, near the end, it wasn't as um, prevalent. Yeah, yeah. And most, most, most things at the moment have. Yeah. Um, I suppose it removes that that ability of people to pl to bring. <gasps> oh, pardon me. Sorry. Uh, bring a what what if list, sort of that he's he's going to be good against one thing and one thing only, and if they don't face it, they don't play it. Yeah. yeah, and 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 most most factions now have a pairing, so yeah. 
There's no really. There's not really any need. Most most right. factions have several pairings. Mm, premier, you know, meta yeah. pairings. Then yeah. I'd, I'd say most factions mm-hmm. have like one standout caster and then a couple of others who slot in with them normally. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is right. certain factions oh, more than others. Should we say? Yes, signal. Uh, it should also be noted that the army list section very carefully spells out in its own paragraph, might as well be in bold, all theme forces are allowed in SR yeah. 2017 events. Mm. Do I even like two ones? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even though I'm enjoying theme forces, they're still as broken as balls. Uh, having played Kingmaker, mm, yeah, having 16 free points on the table is pretty nice. Anything with three points. Uh, yeah. I really expected them to give them special abilities, but it's free models still for the... Well, it's the it's changed from... Um, the, the, the It's changed from scaling um, as you buy more stuff. So the whole thing of you get one point off uh, hunters, say. Yeah, it's changed from say, a discount to... Uh, oh, oh, if I stack six hunters, I get one free. Yeah. Uh, it's changed from that to... If you buy twenty points of infantry, you get this free. Uh, that's I, a very different way of doing things. There are two separate issues, um, mainly for, for me anyway. It's the inclusion of character jacks across um, any of these theme lists because you're like, oh, you know, the inclusion of character jacks sometimes makes a list very potent, mm. and um, and you. And you think that they don't really fit in with the theme that they're casting that you're taking. The same can really be said for any of the powerful characters. Uh, no, but you're getting the bit, you're getting the tier benefits as well. That sometimes really benefits that model as well, and you can't really necessarily see the theme. Like for instance, Viros's theme, uh, not Viros's theme, Rhett's theme with Viros allows him to basically play Griffin's Bam effectively whilst not really designed to really do that it was it designed to be more of a um uh what was it now battle mages mittens you know um and stuff like that that side of the um the equation and instead it allows for variations of spam powerful spam in some cases Good. i don't know that's the that's the one that i the winter guard one that was quite heavily abused as well for uh, the, well the winter guard one very rapidly got nerfed to the face yeah, so, um, um, th- they changed that one very rapidly. Uh, so yeah, I'd, I'd say uh, there needs to be there needed to be more sort of <sighs> the one that cancels AD sounds horrific as well. Oh god, yeah. Uh, I, I did face George uh, the Wolf uh, at Bristol, which was illegal, um, by the way. Yes, it was illegal, as I found out, uh, only by about two days. Uh, <laughs> but um, facing that list just. Oh, I, I yeah. will talk about Bristol later in the any other business. Um, yeah, the other part is as well not getting theme forces out to everybody as well. So some factions are not as balanced as others in uh, that respect at the moment. Also, uh, I would say at the moment, Mercs are potentially disadvantaged because their theme forces are split across um, two very different sides of the faction and there's no Lely's theme. Yeah, which is something of a problem. You've got well, actually, you've got you've got the dwarf theme, you've got the um, kingmaker, and you've got the operating theatre one, 
which leaves pirates and Lely's forces somewhat high and dry. Uh, so, I mean, it, 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 it's a whole interesting thing, and people collect different factions in different ways, and there will probably be an example in every faction of a sub-theme that's not been addressed yet. Yeah, And that's partially a function of not having the second lot of books after the command books, which are going to go and dive more into those individual theme forces. That is true, but uh, I guess not all things are created equal, but it definitely... No, no, I, some... I, I, I think you are right. And at some point, there'll probably have to be something that does um, address certain abuses within theme forces. They've already shown that they're willing to do that. So... I, th- I think we'll see some movement there somehow. I'm not sure what it will be, but okay. it, it might just be kind of just just pushing those top ones down a little and kind of containing the problem. Mm. Um, okay, so should, should we move on to uh, something else? I'm sort of, uh, does anyone else have uh, anything to bring to bear, or shall I just keep on scrolling and uh, bring up things that I've... Uh, Okay, fair enough. Uh, conversions appear to be largely the same rules. They're a bit more clearly spelled out, but it's pretty much the same as it was. Uh, there's, a, there's a whole section on sportsmanship, which just doesn't apply to people here. Um, <laughs> sportsmanship got... into the game, yeah. Pardon? Bringing sportsmanship into the tournaments. Yes. Uh, it, it doesn't bring it doesn't bring tournament scoring to sportsmanship. Thankfully, hopefully that never happens. But. Uh, We'll see. Um, Top bloke. Yeah. EO, EO responsibilities still pretty much the same. Uh, tournament timing um, still very much the same. 74.60 minutes. Um, although th- those who go to Bristol know that 60 minutes is an eternity. Um, and it can be done in 50. Um, we still have the 15 second minimum turn time and all the stuff that comes from that. Ah, scenario generation has changed um, because we now just have six scenarios um, and it's just a standard D6 roll. That's it. There's no chart of the eight where you've got like column and row. and no, It's just six scenarios. The pit to stand off, spread the net, break down, outlast, and recon. Um, ah, now there is a new interesting section on terrain. Um you, you do have the still the unrestricted and restricted sections. Um, interestingly, they've uh, put in requirements for uh, things like burning earth and dense fog not going away, uh, although I wasn't sure if that was in an earlier one. Um, but it actually then includes a section on terrain setup methods for uh, EOs. Now, doubtless many of the old hands will still just do stuff how they've always done it because that's the way things work. Um but there's now three methods, uh, cluster, quadrant, and scatter, of actually getting terrain onto the table. Um, now, it still recommends six to eight pieces, um, specifically eight for quadrant. Um, do, do you want me to go through these or just kind of talk around talk them? Talk around. Talk around. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you've got the cluster method where you essentially um, place something in the center and then you kind of you move out in a chain from there. So every terrain piece is within a certain distance of the last one, and replace that until there's five pieces, and then just place the rest within six inches of each other, but not within eight of the original ones. So you kind of get, rather than a very spread out table, you get two 
slightly clumpy bits of scenery, but enough space between them that they're taking up a chunk of the table. You have the quadrant method, um, where you divide the table into four, and um, you essentially uh, build, I think it's, what is it, four pieces centrally and then four pieces further out. You build them during the game? <laughs> terrain no. This, this, is, in the, this is the table set before the I'll event. Lay the terrain out on the clock, Alex, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, no, no. <laughs> like um, you ping out and a bit of gravel and... Yes. The game's terrain generation was a deck. Oh. Yeah. And then you get terrain dice. Terrain dice, nice. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, finally, you have the scatter method. Um, where, again, that? you divide the table into <laughs> quarters, uh, put some LOS blocking terrain in the middle, um, and then put extra pieces in the middle of each quadrant, and then deviate another piece for each quadrant from that center point. <laughs> so Sorry. it just sounds a bit silly. I mean, it, it comes across silly, but I think for some EOs, this is going to be quite useful um, because kind of obviously we've been doing stuff for years and we know that you, know, you have to give people a variety of tables you have to have some that are nearly symmetrical but with a little bit of an advantage and some that have more of an extreme advantage on one side perhaps you were just the latter you just created one side that was completely broke <laughs> <laughs> i, I, I can't get my horses through there Sorry. i don't do that on my castle's behind this building what what i might do is say have i don't know one table in every four where one side if you don't have pathfinder you're gonna have a problem it's my belief that that's okay because when you look at that table first of all you discuss with your opponent what the terrain is and then either you're gonna have a choice of side or whether to go first and you've also got a choice of list so so you, so you lose got, on you lose on dice roll you lose on List chicken, and then what's the final one you can lose on? <laughs> the, the game itself. If you've picked the no, wrong, no, the, if you've picked the wrong list and it can't deal with the terrain, ah, list lock. That's on go. you. If you're list locked, that is also on you. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm sorry. If you have list locked yourself, you know that's your fault for the rest of the tournament for not planning that little bit ahead. Yeah. So, if you're, going, so if you're going to a mic tournament. Make sure you have Pathfinder. Or Ghostly. Yeah. Or, or well, see, this is the thing. Or, or... In Mark Three, because of the increase in the number of terrain pieces on the table, having access to Pathfinder, Ghostly, Incorporeal is so much more relevant these days. It's it's a really big deal. And it, it's caused um oh what's his face? Um Sax Norick to make a reappearance in some of my lists after he'd been jettison near the end of mark two because people just weren't putting enough terrain anywhere but now he's back because oh yeah kayazi can't get over walls that makes me sad <laughs> but there's some so there's some games where as, as we've already said huge bases they struggle due to the new amount of terrain horses yep um Absolutely. I, there are always games where your own army selection and the terrain is going to be against you. And 
you have to kind of try your best to well get the right side and get the right list to not have that happen. Um, but I feel we're getting somewhat off topic. What was the topic again? The topic again was the fact that they now have a terrain um, setup methods actually in the steamroller dock. Oh, I still like the TO just walking around throwing a bit of terrain on the table. I mean, I mean in a lot of places that's still going to be what happens. But yeah. it, it, going around that, after the time. I think for first time for first time TOs, um, and for people who've not necessarily thought about their terrain placements before now, because there are those, there are those TOs who set up and just put seven walls on a table and go, "Yep, seems legit," and walk away. Looks about right to me. There's no like blocking. There's no forests. There's no water. There's nothing. There's just seven walls. Fog, fog. There's fog everywhere. I was making a Trump joke. I was making a Trump joke. No, no. Oh. no Trump Have you learned nothing? Have I learned nothing? We've got an election soon. Oh, stop. <laughs> no politics. <laughs> is this the time? Wait, wait. This is the only time you say no politics because the rest of the time you're full yes. on politics machine. Yes, it is because people do not come to this podcast to listen to my political opinions. If Why you want not? Those, you can follow me on Twitter and at Mr. Chom and quite frankly... <laughs> You deserve everything you get if you follow that Twitter account, frankly. Anime, anime, anime. It, does, it tells you to vote, right? But it doesn't tell you to vote. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it, doesn't, it provides you no information on the political parties. Right, anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> it um, tells you to go okay, and read well, their manifesto. What earth nonsense is that? We'll move on from terrain setup. Um, wait, wait, wait. Scenario, um, control points. What? Uh, I was going to say, just just as a point of note, uh, strength of schedule still exists. Let's move on from that. Uh, <laughs> I can hear people crying from here. It's wonderful. I feed on their tears. Works for me. Um, it works for you some of the yeah. time. <laughs> so, um, scenario. Essentially, the scenario reference sheet is going to be the big one for this because it's it's changed. Um, quite radically in some cases. So the scenario elements are still there. We have zones, flags, and objectives, and they're all fine. Um, objectives have changed, some more than others. Um, you know, that's where tournaments lost me, was when they added more reading and you had to figure out what somebody's bloody frigging objectives did. Now what do they do? Do they do even more things? Uh, no, they're largely the same, but there's a couple that have changed, and we'll uh, get to those. I still don't know what they do. <laughs> um, the fun thing that springs to mind to me is the Buzz Lightyear with his hand in the air talking to Woody. Flags, flags everywhere. <laughs> Single snow. There are flags everywhere. So, big changes controlling zones. And I'm actually going to read this section because it makes more sense. Oh, it's not that confusing. If well, your shit's alive, get it in a zone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and just guide to tournaments. So, for it's a circular zone... Stick it by a flag. Or a zone. But we all know that your stuff doesn't survive. Moving on. Yeah. Yes. Maybe for a circular zone, a player controls a circular zone if he owns one or more warcasters, warlocks, or warrior models within it, and no opponent contests it. So, oh, you can't hold with War Beast and Warjack. Wait, does that say no model or no opponent? Because no I could contest it. it. I could contest it. I need to what, take you the model. Don't stand on the table. <laughs> no, I could just say, I, I contest this. I am your opponent. Yep. I contest the legitimacy of your... Uh, holding so, anyway, 
Benj, shush. Um, for a warrior unit to control a zone, because this bit's important, all models in the unit still in play must be within the same zone. Now, can anyone see the very big change that's been made there? None of this. Am I over 75, 50, whatever the fuck percent? Don't need 50% of the unit to yeah. control a zone. To be alive. To be alive, that, even. That is huge. That means that a single warrior model from a unit can control a zone now. That is if you're going your own stuff to control a zone. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, you kill your own stuff. And if you're a high reclaimer, that would be an awesome. Uh, you know. I can see Mike missing his own KR miles away right now. <laughs> anyway so that's circular zones circular then we have rectangular zones zone. so rectangular zones are controlled by war casters warlocks warjacks war beasts monstrosities oh my or battle engines god what about vectors uh, uh, they're, vector. they're they're classed under warjacks same as same as both no. jacks. vectors cock are a different cock. shape of um of uh, that's third we'll come to that in a minute cock, cock, cock is extinct 2017. Yours might be Benj, but... Uh... <laughs> hey. It, it also specifically says inert warjacks and wild war beasts cannot control zones. Oh, that's useful to know. Contest. Uh, can any model contest? Is that still the same? Any model can contest. Oh, from uh, a war, war, warlock? Uh, yes, probably. I believe so. Mm, okay. Oh, there we go, sorry. Warcasters, warlocks, inert warjacks, wild war beasts, and models that are out of formation... Ooh! Uh, that's new, isn't it? Oh, no, formation is still a... F well, maybe no, no. Models that are out of formation cannot contest. <laughs> no, I guess we're just well, used to yeah. So, that's interesting. Well, that's uh, however, however non-Warcaster, non-Warlock troopers in a Warcaster or Warlock unit can contest um, scenario elements. He's not going for that at all, is he? No. I'm just ignoring uh, you. Yeah, I got it. gathered that. <laughs> got that. Um, so... The, the other big change, before we kind of go on with this, uh, is to controlling flags. Um, they, they still have that awkward incorporeal and stationary rule, which just causes problems with Electroleap. Um, what? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Fuck yes, that. exactly. Fuck Electroleap. Fix it. However, a player controls a flag if he owns one or more Warcaster or Warlock models base to base with the flag, and no opponent contests it. And the contest is still the four-inch rule. So that means flags are now Warlock and Warcaster only. Oh. That's good. Yeah. So they're, they're dominate only, yeah. Yep. Well, dominate as a term is gone. Yeah, there is no dominate. Just, yeah. just control for a point. So how do we feel about this? Uh, I'm okay. Fine. Uh, I mean, at it, 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 its base, to me, this is just different methods of scoring. There's nothing There's nothing too dramatic there that there was talk at SmogCon. Like... Well, no, this is pretty much what was said at SmogCon. Uh, there was a bit more emphasis on what about if I only take beasts in my list? I'm a bit fucked in this scenario. Blah, blah, blah. Well, your beasts can still contest, and we'll get to how scenario scoring and winning by scenarios changed. Yeah, and I guess if a thing is uh, there's time limits now, isn't there as well on the tournament? It can't go beyond. That. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay, we're we gonna. Are we gonna? How much more of the document have we got to go through? Uh, well, we're on page. Something of twenty something. something. Um, we're about we're we're just under halfway through, but uh, there's a, there's a whole section on rumbles. I'm going to skip for yeah, because no one gives a shit about rumble. Own rumble. No one gives a shit about rumbles. It's just that, um, how can I put this? No we don't tend to run a lot of rumble events. I think for local clubs where you've got limited time and you wanted to run a tournament in an evening, rumbles would be really good. Um, but they're yeah. not the standard game, and they're not the one that a lot of players 
certainly on the tournament scene, want to play. So um, Golden Troll used to have, didn't it? That kind of little Friday night kind of yeah, weekend yeah, we kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, as Kurt pointed out earlier, um, was it Kurt? Huh? Or was it Benj? Someone pointed out earlier. There's a change to Killbox. That was me. That was you. It was. Killbox is now 10 inches rather than 14, which is a very interesting change. Um, that means that some casters are going to be able to play an awful lot further back. And still completely within, kind of, what's the wording? It's uh, within. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. Starting on the first player's second turn, if a player ends his own turn with a friendly warcaster or warlock completely within 10 inches of any table edge, yeah, his opponent immediately scores two control points. And that's quite a lot of control points. But it's it's the same. Was. was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought. Oh, okay. Oh, he. No, uh, not, six, that, isn't it? It's not changed. We're scoring on. We're winning on six now, aren't we? No. We'll come on to that. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, um, assassination victory. Um, still the same. Um, although it doesn't mention the ten points actually. Oh, there we go. Walk us some warlocks with ten points each. Sorry, that was lower down. Um, I'm not going to go through the the tiebreakers because i will go through that at some other point uh so next section is the objectives uh arcane wonder i believe is largely the same uh it has a null zone where um enemy magic attacks targeting a friendly model within four inches of it suffer minus two range so about the same um armory um still the same gives out magical weapons bunker has changed oh is it Yes, Bunker has changed quite radically. Minus two range, isn't it? Uh, well, enemy range attacks targeting this model or a friendly model base-to-base -base with it suffer minus two range. Oh, not a loser dice. Okay. That is a major nerf to Bunker. Yeah, the dice... Because it became the default steamroller objective. Yes. I think. Uh, yeah, it was a bit bollocks for ranged arms, um, especially. I, I think in its current state, it might as well not be there. Um, it was just the easy thing to choose because it kind of made sense. It was easy to use. That's yeah. how I used it. I mean, I'm, I might be tempted to say it possibly needs more of a loss of range um, or something else entirely. Um, but I, yeah, I, I'm not quite sure bunker as it is really works. Why minus two? Minus five would make more sense, wouldn't it? And it would make a difference. This is my problem. I don't think minus two range really makes an awful lot of difference. On no, that. no, it doesn't. It's a bit, that's uh, a bit shit. So we have Effigy of Valor, um, which has uplifting presence and um, gets knockdown models to stand up if they're within four inches during a maintenance phase, which I believe is still pretty much the same. Seems it. Uh, fuel Cash. This one's been getting a lot of attention. So... Um, during your control phase, choose one friendly faction model within four inches of this model. The model's weapons gain continuous effect fire. Oh, that's good for mana. No, 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 no. Oh my god, Fiora's viable. Yeah. There are already people going, hmm, what if I take this thing with a five-inch pie plate? And that also has this effect, and then add fire on top, and you're there going, "Oh, this is this is possibly the worst thing." Fire is great. It, uh, they have to make they have to make fire more relevant than it actually is in comparison to some of the other elements or fucking light. <laughs> That's off the fucking. This does not. I, I, I will say I do have my issues with Electro Leap, and I do think it needs um, a rework. But it, it should it should count as an 
uh, originating as an as, an, as, an, as an attack, not just out of fucking thin air. My my issue is more with um, models that are immune to electricity it can't bounce to, um, which has stopped a lot of the old thing of um, the, like the, uh, the 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 signal cavalry coming in and it bouncing back onto them and then just going, oh, well, I'm immune. No, now it's, oh, well, I get ignored. So your model that's just at the edge of four inches. Uh, yeah. Fine. Okay. Um, no, but, but yes. there are other things. There are other things as well that if it uh, does, if it counted as an attack or whatever they say, then that would it wouldn't be as potent as well. Yeah, it's that it's that whole yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I will I, I will say that if your cash remains as it is, I will be take uh, taking it in my new Epic Magnus list because quite frankly, if I can have anything to like six aoe's a turn as fire um yeah i'll just put it on the galleon and go okay how many aoe's of fire am i getting now Uh, it's it's slightly bonkers Uh, and bombers obviously in trolls stand out immediately i stand there yeah Yeah. you're gonna have an absolute field day with that yeah so um Stockpile, final one. Uh, during your maintenance phase, remove D3 damage points from friendly warjacks, war beasts, and monstrosities based on the model. I believe that's pretty much the same. Oh, someone just said, Matt's just said Black Spot and Kraken. <sighs> no one needed this. No one. Sorry, for the, but going back to fuel cash, that's just no, no. Stop him at once. Um, so, Stockpile is, I believe, pretty much there. Uh, one of the interesting things, again, as Matt has just pointed out everything's really down to one special rule and that's good and, and that's it it's so very good because it's confusing it, as all how it yeah. really does streamline stuff a little bit more i mean remember when the original objectives came out and the, the defense and the arm was all oh. over the place and they had different amounts of damage it's like what is this now they're all it's death five it's arm 18 it's damage 15 and it's got this rule on top um i believe they're Chicken all eight. They've all got the immobile rule. They've all got the objective rule, and then they've all got one of the rule on top. So Good. that's ah. that. Uh, we can move on to the scenarios now, if you like. Nah, no, nah, stop it there. End the podcast. Yeah, yeah that's just that's just. Um, I don't know. It's, it's getting a bit static. A lot of these discussions are going to happen. Eh? Do we have to? Keep well, they, they probably are. But but Benj, we're providing a hot take. Come on. <sighs> can we provide a? Something else, war machine related. Yeah, hot cross bun. Okay, I'll move on to another thing that, interestingly, the discussions so far have kind of skimmed over. Um, so I believe on all the scenarios, or at least all the ones I've seen, uh, there is a rule called fixed game length. At the end of the second player's seventh turn, the game ends. I've usually so lost battle- at the top of two. This is fine. So if your battleship overshoots, it has <laughs> enough to get its guns to bear for a second. I understand, yes. Um, yeah, so now games are seven turns each. That's it. Uh, if you win before then, great. If you don't, game over. Game over. Yep. Uh, and that will usually come down to control points at that point, which is interesting. <laughs> Sorry, I just like the cry of that is interesting and the utter silence that follows. Yeah, the, 
I, I, I am faced with you people. I have to keep working. What can I say? I, um, that's fine. Um, I don't know. You can you can own two drop quicker. I mean, I will say most games I've had, if they go beyond turn six, I'm very surprised. I like watching those ones that have gone on and people are frantically hammering at the clock and moving around a few models. Oh, and... See, now, for me, they are the origin of some very bad games. Um, especially ones where PP did have to introduce the rule that said you can call over a TO to manage the clock. Oh, okay. Um, just having that whole thing of the tapping back and forth before they introduced the minimum turn length as well, which, by the way, has survived. Don't get any ideas. Um, it was just like extreme chess. It's quite amusing. But it led to really sloppy, really bad end-of-game scenarios. I know, but really sweaty, stressed... Fun I, I will be honest that that is neither a pleasant thing to um, to watch or to experience for me. Okay. I, I do not find it interesting. I don't say all of them. It's just where you got two players that are pretty good at those type of scenarios. Where you got two people that are just like, uh, uh, like and they might as well just be you know shuffleboarding their miniatures basically. But okay, L- let me add then the new control point. <laughs> Uh, Matt Townsend says, "Play chess clock Jenga if you want extreme. If you want more extreme chess, um, <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's add the second twist to this fixed game length. Uh, you no longer win at five CPs. You win if you have six more control points than your opponent. Yeah, you have a lot more ways to get them yeah. now in every scenario. But <laughs> well, I mean, let, let's just quickly have a look. So." Um, see so the pit two has three zones and um two flags uh standoff has four zones and two flags good lord um spread the net three zones and two flags breakdown has uh three zones outlast two zones two flags recon Two zones, two objectives, two flags. Actually, I may have missed objectives. Were the objectives only in recon? Oh, no, sorry. Standoff actually has two objectives as well. So that's two objectives and four zones. Oh, and it's objective in pit two as well. <laughs> so basically, I'm terrible. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there, there are at least four, I think, scoring opportunities in every single one of those scenarios. So rather than the current, where it goes down as far as two um there's, there's a much greater opportunity for actually doing something the spike cut marvelous um it's a standoff you look at standoff and you think right square things but i've got to get i've got to get a large round at what i know it's changed to it but it's kind of okay well you've got the whole thing of uh you've got to get um troops to the Round uh, ones. Edge, yeah, edge circular zones. You war Jackson war beasts are in the centre, and then you've got the objective as well. Um, it, it's interesting as well that you have that that near side zone, so it's almost discouraging you from sending in your uh, main force of war Jackson war beasts. Whereas your battle group sits in that tree, moves off on the flanks mm. on that particular one. Um, Actually, on, on several that. of them, on several of them, but not breakdown, which is looks horrible. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's interesting to note as well. There is a whole scenario where War Jackson War Beasts just don't score. <laughs> what outlast? Yeah, <laughs> not outlast. Just... You can score troops or warcasters, and that's it. Yeah. Um, 
which is very interesting. Uh, interesting. It was, always hard, it was always hard to do that one with just War Beast or War Jacks, though. It was always hard to yeah, stretch yeah. yourself across both zones. Yeah. Uh, I will say, Recon is pretty much untouched. Um, oh, that, that that's an interesting one as well. Uh, um, actually, is it? I'll have to check this. <coughs> Does it have uh, the flags on the sides? No, Killbox is active on all of the scenarios. Okay, but it's smaller, right? Yeah. Smaller. Um, or bigger, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. The central area in which you are not giving away CPs is larger, and the area at the edge where you would be giving away CPs is smaller. Clear. Clear as mud. Um, I, I think I need to play some of these scenarios to actually work out what's going on with them. I think you need to. I, I do. I do have to say, I like the fact that it's. It looks like it's trying to open up the game a little. It looks like it's trying to force armies a little bit further apart. It looks like it's trying to balance out the forces a little, um, and make I don't know toolbox armies more of a thing again. Because at the moment you're finding some very highly specialized builds that again will get to Bristol. Um, will illegal just, builds? Well, let's imagine that list was legal and move from there, shall we? <laughs> discretionary. Um, yeah. So, what are people's thoughts on the new scenarios? In fact, there's not very many. Yep, down to six, which yep. should be fairly which reasonably kind of memorable. Where we were. Um, well, we we've, we've varied between like as few as six and all the way up to like yep. twelve, I think. 14, I was going to say, but yeah, I remember. That was back when we had, like, radials, and we had the flank deployments, and, oh, that was just all over the place. They they are a lot lot clearer. Um, they're just going to take some getting used to whenever the hell find time to do that. Um, it's going it's to reduce um, themes that just have warjacks and solos, some warbeasts and solos. It's going to be a lot less of those. Eh. I mean, they're going to find it harder to keep up on scenario yeah um but that's that's the risk they run so. yeah yeah oh absolutely and i think it's an it's it's an interesting change we're gonna see uh but don't forget that um whatever they do warjacks and Warbeats do still contest so those yeah. Mo- yeah those almost nigh unkillable lists that just sit in front of you and go yeah and um We'll they're, still gonna have, they're still going to have a really strong scenario presence, um, but I'm sure if you get a little bit creative, you can cause all sorts of merry hell for it. So it's intriguing. I like it. I like. I like the. I quite like the change, and I. I think you're right. We need, you need to imagine that level of change, um, and it will already make me make, need to put um, rune shape for my army, um, for example. <laughs> if you want to play. Uh, um, Power of Duania, whatever it's called. Do you know? Um, if you want to play the war, the war beast list, you've got to put some units in it. Yep. Or run, or just simply run the risk that you might be outscored. Um, yeah. Because again, scenario victory isn't just five and I'm done. It's you've got to score six more to win or um, end the game with more CPs. So get to turn seven and just walk out going, yep, I'm two CPs ahead. So I think, it's, uh, I think, uh, should, should we move to sort of a, a, an overall thing that, there? That's, that makes it quite going. Just, uh, yeah. Because if you've got the because last turn. Got, yeah. You've got that final turn to go, okay, can I nick a point? I can contest without consequence, stop you scoring anything in these things over there. And I will still score my two, which would over the line by one. Hypothetically, that's quite interesting. Going second might actually be 
I mean, we, we, we do have a, a, an interesting opinion from uh, Torbjorn in the chat. No, not that one, Benj. Uh, uh, um, which um, he makes the contention that uh, you can still score with solos, so a lot of this doesn't potentially matter. I think that's, that, that is very interesting. Um, I would say that in some instances, those solos are probably going to be a little more vulnerable than a whole unit. Um, but it, it's still a very valid point. If you can get that solo into the zone and you can protect it, um, it is still going to be able to score. And he, he's right, theme lists do get a lot of their solos for free. Um, yeah. So it, it depends on how it's going to shake down with um, when you have to spread out your army to cover this very wide front, whether you can still get that adequate level of protection to those solos you're trying to score with. Um, because if it, you know, a lot of the solos that come with these theme forces are very utility-based players. Um, so you'll have, uh, oh, what's the repair guy from Signal? Alan Strange Ways. Uh, yes. So you might have Strange Ways, and you might be torn between, okay, I can move in here and I can you know, repair um, you know, this Stormclad sword, or I can run him over there and score a cheeky couple of CPs. So... It, it's going to be interesting to see the shakedown on this one. I, I do. It, it's got a very valid point, and I think that one is definitely one that's going to come out in the wash to see how how it does end up. Do you um, have to be completely with it? God, I'm touching the edge and you're scoring. Do you change anything like that? Uh, I believe it is still just within. Uh, within, yes, it's just within. Uh, the only okay. one touching is flags. Which is, which is as it has always been. Cool. So, I mean, this is all very interesting. And don't forget, this is CID week one. So we're going to have multiple weeks with this new steamroller. And if you want to join in with the test, it's on cid.privateerpress.com. Uh, go and sign up. You can grab yourself a copy of the steamroller pack. You can submit feedback on it. There are guides on how to submit feedback. There's even a forum for people who are just looking at the document and analyzing it. Uh, there's uh, sections for Dev Talks, which is going through um, how Privacy Press are looking at the feedback so far. So already, I mean, this has only been out a few hours. Uh, already we've had that talk from uh, Hungerford saying, right. We hear your comments on measuring devices. Here's what we're thinking of doing, or here's here's how we're thinking of changing it. If you actually looked at the the Grimkin stuff they did over the four weeks, there were some pretty radical changes in there. I mean, they they just dropped whole Arcana cards out and replaced them wholesale. So, if you have any particularly strong feelings on how Steamroller. 2017 is going, if you think it's bad, if you think it's good, or you just want to read through the document and the thoughts on it, go to the CID forums, you know, and have at, because it's only by people playing the game and actually contributing to the CID that you get an improved pack. I fear I've trampled over everyone again. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say, yeah. Well, you got a very a strong point, and obviously quite opinionated about it, which is, is good, and... <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I go off on you, five you Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, it's 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 part of a process now, and it's it's part of a process that's going to get more involved from next week because I believe next week is when we're talking about the new battle engines. Hmm. Ooh. Yes, shiny. 
So CID will only get more interesting from here. Um, now, I, I will say that, that they have said, you know, like, this is not tournament ready yet. They have admitted this. Um, you know, if you do want to hold tournament-like events with this, go ahead, but make sure people know that it is part of this, well, CID, sort of field test, whatever. Um, so they don't feel bad about losing? Or, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, right, so any more sort of uh, closing thoughts? I can't see the document changing much beyond this, really. It's pretty solid, so... The fixed game length. There's a few things that are, are very new, so fixed game length, not sure what happened with that. I mean, it, it's interesting. There has already been a change um, from what they'd said sort of before release as regards fixed game length. Um, because before the pack released, it was a random game length from a certain point. So you roll a die and on certain results, the game would either end or continue. Right. Whereas now we've moved to, nope, turn seven, game done. Um, which is an interesting change. Um, I mean, I think turn seven, most games are done and dusted anyway. If you've got something that's going to radically change after turn seven, oh dear. Um, be very interested to see where that goes. Um, so I think there is some scope for movement, but it is, it, it looks like it's in decent shape. Probably needs uh, a few bits of trimming and uh, trimming and tweaking, yeah. trimming, and, trimming and tweaking. And to be honest, at the moment, it doesn't really affect me. So um, we'll see. It will affect me when I rock up to a tournament finally, if I ever feel that way inclined. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, don't, don't worry. We can get some practice in beforehand, Ben. We can get you back up to speed. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I can come along yeah. the janky lists and you can go, ha I crush you. No, 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 no. I've been tempted to. I've uh, one of the guys, the guy that I primarily play with at the moment, who's a old club mate of mine. He's going through the kind of phase where I was about sort of ditching, potentially ditching the game or putting it on hiatus. So I've had lots of conversations about what would jazz up the game enough. And I think again, it's um, don't know. There, there hasn't been anything that has sparked a lot of excitement so maybe this might do it who knows uh, say steamroller is the heart and soul of the game mm. so uh, because uh, who, who honestly plays with the uh, the scenarios from the book anymore it's it's what it's been uh, yeah it's what it's been famed for and what so the the tight rule set etc and i don't see anything egregious here to breaking that so it's, uh, at least I won't be killboxing myself as much. <laughs> um, one thing There's I meant to mention about killbox actually is the same thing in there about no longer being able to heal and losing tough and all that sort of stuff. That was never a thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that in 2016, if you the, you you may be thinking of the old hardcore scenario. Uh, one moment, let me see if I've got it. It does sound right. Yeah, there were extra rules in hardcore. Yeah, because oh, the whole hardcore. pressure point thing where you took like some damage and then could uh, heal or tough. Yep, Matt Matt Townsend agrees. Could make tea. What's that? Sorry. See, Alex, you, you're just proving how mm. how to touch you are, man. Get with really the program. With I could do with the drink, right? Well, tell you what. Shall we go for a little bit of a comfort break and then we can come back for any other business? Guess so. Guess so. Okay, so we're going to go for a little bit of a break and we'll see you all on the other side. 
Right, welcome back. Hopefully you've enjoyed the break. Uh, we'll now be moving on to any other business. So, first on my list. Alex. Yes. Any other business? No. <laughs> Excellent. Brief. No modelling, no board games, no paintball. Um, played King of Tokyo the weekend. That's cool. Excited for L5R. Yes. I linked you the PDF. It looks good. It does. Um, okay. Cool, cool. Anything on the horizon, hobby-wise? Uh, probably not. Um, I don't know. Like, I was just saying in the break then. This sounds like a man with not enough time. Yeah, yeah. A few other things have, have kind of been going on and just more time to play the game. As, as, um, but, uh, but yeah, you never know. Things might change. I mean, obviously, got the ETC coming up. Need to get back on the horse of, of getting all the plans of that in place. Um, but that, I'm going to be releasing the rules pack for that shortly, hopefully after the release of the uh, new CID SR pack. It gives a bit of an indication where to go from there. So is um, is the uh, is the ETC sold out or? Uh, last time I checked, there. Well, check now actually, there was two tickets available. Um, so I'll do a check for you now. If you bear me a few minutes, I'll be able to tell you post haste how many tickets are available. There's one, one available. There is one available at the moment. Okay, so there's there's one team ticket available. It's for presumably still five players. Yeah. Um, and it's Firestorm Games. And what's the dates? Uh, the first and second of July. First and second of July. So. Tickets, I'm presuming, purchasable from Firestorm Games, or are you on tiebreak? Uh, they're on Firestorm Games, yeah. They're on Firestorm Games. Brilliant. Okay. Yes. So if you want that final ticket, go to Firestorm's game, uh, firestormgames.co.uk and um, buy it, because it's yeah. a great event. Yeah, it will be. As well. um, Heart of Cardiff, the hotels are actually reasonably priced. They are. Um, there's, there's not really much more to say. I, I love Firestorm as a venue. I'll, oh, I'll be yes. honest. We all, we all do. Yeah, any more from that, and I will technically be classified as advertising. Um, we're getting paid. No, we're not. Rob, give us free stuff. We're, uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> yeah, free stuff. Okay, free stuff. Uh, so, so next on my list for any other business would be Benj. Um, I'm doing something I should have done 11 years ago and then realized I would be wasting money. I'm playing World of Warcraft. Oh, no. that's not any no. other business. It is, it is, it is. It's wasting your life, young man. That's wasting my, my I could be down pit. All down right. Pit, getting black long. Working um, with tungsten carbide drills. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said something completely different then when we I was pull. laughing. We apologise for our uh, more northerly listeners, and uh, that's about all I'm going to say. But... I'm northern. It was more a Monty Python reference than a northern reference, but, you know. Does anyone listen to us up north? Well, presumably they must do. Lots of places have a north. <laughs> I'm generically apologising. What? No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the generic apologies. We don't need to hear any more than that. So other than wasting your life on computer games, Benj, Oh, I was going to mention Hearthstone as well, because the new expansion oh. came out. Oh, the new expansion came out for Hearthstone, and it's pretty fun, but it's, it's the same it's old bollocks. Hearthstone, it has all the hallmarks of a card game, except without the fun. Yeah, that's true. And when I lose, it's bitterly crushing, and I just want to go and like decimate a small town. That's a good reason to play it. I like it. Excellent. No, it's one of those games you can't like enjoy unless you've utterly crushed the... the 
the joy out of somebody else. And I guess do, do you know what I did, Benj? I just stopped playing it. I know, but it's really and addictive. I feel so much better for it. The, the cards are so pretty. Like, you yes, don't actually own yes, them either. Yes. The cards were even prettier when they had the physical versions when uh, Upper Deck and then later Cryptozoic did the World of Warcraft trading card game. Yeah, which is sitting underneath me now. Which was so much better. Oh, uh, it was a bit bloated, wasn't it, rules-wise? Potentially. Not really? It was yeah. like, like Magic of the Gathering with a lot of the really weird interactions taken out. Mm. Anyway. Mm. No, there's not much There's not much on the hobby front, uh, apart from buying a few more griffins and making people's lives misery. It, it, uh. it, it, it's griffin spam about to make a return, Bench. Oh, it never went away. Since <laughs> I, it's just I never really. I always get to these parties far too late, and everyone's on the floor comatose, and there's a dead body in the pool. But um, <laughs> well, that was Thursday. That's a, no, um, no. It's there's just. So what yeah. you're saying? You're the uh, Michael Barrymore of War Machine. Yes, essentially. <laughs> no, wow. so you could have gone you. Hangover. You could have gone. Oh out. wait, no. And, uh, <laughs> Hey, which was it? Strike it lucky. He didn't strike it lucky, did he? <laughs> Is he dead now? No. Oh, okay. Nor his lawyers. <laughs> no, nor his lawyers. Uh, I feel I feel the responsibility to say allegedly. Um, uh, we're gonna get sued. We're gonna get sued. No, we're not gonna get sued. We're fine. Um, we could go on. We could insult Theresa May. Uh, no. No, you could, you know, bad bench. No, probably not. Fine, fine. The so woman she, the woman is a she Let's move on to Kurt. Yeah, you, you don't hear that very often, do you? Kurt, um, any other I, business? Uh, no, no. Oh, wait a minute. Um, I went for. Could you be stepped down? What? what? Oh, Did I break up? I went to yeah. a Washington tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep. Just not letting him get a sentence in. <laughs> he doesn't want him to talk. Went to. <laughs> This, this is about that. as bad as, as um, the Rocky Horror. I, I see you shiver with anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kurt, you went to a War Machine tournament. <laughs> I can't tell if he's angry or not. No. <laughs> I'll get a shot for a second. I'll mute my mic. I'll laugh. So, Kurt, what faction did you take to uh, this... Steamroller tournament. Where was it? How many players? Trolls, Bristol, sixteen, I think. I, th- I think they got about twenty in the end. They, they slightly oh. broke their uh, their capacity. Cool. Uh, uh, haven't been for one for a while, so I went with a very kind of a hearted approach of let's see what happens. Haven't played in a tournament for a year, and even then, before that, it was more like two years. It's a bit of a big gap between tournaments. It is. It is. But you've been a busy man, Kurt. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had fun. I had a really good day. I thought I'd know about three people, and it turned out to be a room full of half full of people who used to play what, two years ago. Yeah, because you'd obviously got uh, people like uh, Rich Dean there, Tim Martin, Martin Jenkins, you got uh, Andy Terry, Gerard, Matt Andy. Townsend. Yes, Andy from UK. Andy from UK. I thought that was a different Andy until he drove up right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep cutting out. <laughs> Most of it is covered, so that, that that's fine. I, I know roughly what Kurt's trying to say. It's fine. Apologies. I don't know what this is. Usually when talk. <laughs> it, it oh. does sound like you have a really weird case of the hiccups. Good. I don't. 
Okay. I, I'm loving that it's not me with this problem this week. Yeah, yeah. this is really weird. This, this... You do sound like you're talking through a baked bean can, though. <laughs> That's because I am. <laughs> That's the most modern phone you can get up north. <laughs> what is it? Like one of those old wind-up bricks? No, it's literally a baked bean can. Oh, okay. With string to the local exchange. I think it's nylon now. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, so you went along, Kurt. You had uh, good fun games. Um, are you kind of still playing lists that were like the back end of Mark Two because you were there better a while ago, or are they new for Mark Three? New for Mark Three. New for Mark Three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I've been getting cool. it. Took, it took me quite a while to get a way. <laughs> oh dear. Took you quite a while to get away from the Mark II. Yes, I, I will say I did have the very same thing uh, when I was doing my early McBain lists for Mark III, where I was just trying to port across my Mark II McBain list, and it didn't work. It just fell apart in all sorts. Of, I, for a start, it was something like 17 points over. Um, but it's, yeah. You kind of have to go into Mark III going, I need to rebuild these lists from scratch. Let's see what the synergies are. I mean, obviously, McBain still has his synergies with Kayazi, but from there up, the list almost completely changed. Yeah, it sounded very northern, then. Oh, to be fair, I was born in Bolton. Bolton? Yes. It doesn't sound no. like you're from Bolton. Near Manchester. Well, it doesn't sound see, like it. This is the thing. Having moved from Bolton to the Midlands, then spent five years in Wales, and now a few years in the South. Mm. So my accent is somewhat of a conglomeration of things. Conglomeration, I'd say. Yes, and also having had a primary school education that included elocution lessons. Yeah, you are exceedingly oh, no. posh. I'm not exceedingly posh. <laughs> somewhat posh. Say that again, but less posher. <laughs> I happen to talk like this because I want to be understood on the phone. It's a great Sorry. way to be understood by other people. What if the it, it, in fact, what was a source of comment by uh, at least one player at my old club in Wolverhampton. You're exceedingly um, posh. <laughs> who said that we were, it's sort of in, in some regions of the world, we were known because people could actually understand what we were saying, uh, which is rather nice. Um, so, so there you go. Um, I regularly get compliments at work on the uh, my elocution and enunciation. Well, yes, you know, it's, we, we can at least hear you most of the time. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I'm. Have you got any sort of any in, any hobby of the business? I do, but you won't understand. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, I think we might have to give up on that one as a bad job, Kurt. I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm really I sorry. Are we yeah. just giving up on Kurt? Yeah. We, we might have to. Kurt's creating short bursts, but whenever he tries to speak for more than five seconds, the internet just cuts in and says, "No sunshine, you're not talking to anyone." See ya. So, um, I'll 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 fill in some of uh, what Kurt said. I too went to the same tournament in Bristol. It was the first heat of the uh, Bristol Steamroller Series for 2017. Um, if you're interested in further heats, there is one on the 27th of May. Uh, at Bristol Independent Games. It's a 16 or more player steamroller. Um, it's it's a decent little venue. There's good car parking, decent facilities nearby. Um, very easy to find. What more can you say? Um, but yes, I went and had four games of what was um, 
how can I put it? It's the one time that I've had a demoralizing Mark III experience. Uh, partially my own fault in list selection, but partially what I faced from my opponents. Uh, so uh, game one, rocked up against uh, Signar in the heavy metal theme with P-Striker. Um, I, now I will be honest, my Merc lists can, they can deal with a decent amount of armor. They, they, they took down, uh, the Karchev theme force a while back, um, just by use of jackhammer and an awful lot of hope. Um, the same could not be said for this. Uh, when you're dealing with striker who's putting warjacks into you at armor 29, PNS 18 doesn't do an awful lot. Even when you land uh, Kiss of Lilis and give yourself plus two power, it's just unbelievably hard to crack. Um, and it is, what is it, seven Warjacks? And yeah, breaking that down, just too much for my McBain list. Uh, game two. Too much for anybody. Really. Uh, yeah. Game two uh, walked into a, uh, I think it was Jaws of the Wolf the one that stops advanced deployment, uh, again with the McBain list. And that was another six, seven Warjack build with Harkovich. Um, I, I managed to take that one pretty close. Um, I managed to get to uh, get Markazi round the back of his army and start kind of chipping away at Harkovich. Markazi round the back of his army? Uh, <laughs> yes. You got your Kazi round the back of his army? <laughs> As in Blavatry. <laughs> Kayazi. Uh, Kayazi. Kayazi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it was an interesting game, but it was another case of six, seven Warjacks and an inability to deal with that much armor. When you say it's an interesting game, can you actually say it with a bit more sincerity? Because it sounds like it was just <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> it was a... It was a this is an interesting, interesting game. I'm, I'm using interesting in the British sense of the word. Well, with shitloads of inverted commas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, denoted by the, the length of the first I is how sarcastic you're being. Uh, yeah. But yes, um, it was another case of lots and lots of warjacks. And I mean, I've got a battle group of three heavies in that McBain list with um, Wrong Line Snapjaw as a kind of independent heavy. And yeah, once you get to seven heavies, it uh, it just really can't deal with it properly. It was a challenging list. Yeah. Uh, just I played it as well. Absolutely horrendous to face. Um, third list, which I believe is the one that Kurt beat, uh, was a Boulder 2 theme. Uh, two uh, Waldraths. Um, now, this time, the armor only got up as high as 23. So, you know, first round, oh, armor 29. Second round, armor 26. Third round, armor 23. So so we're getting closer to what I can do. 33% reduction each time. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, down to armor 23. However, in this list, um, Iona and Holt actually can't land harm, uh, sorry, Kiss of Lilis on the Waldraths. I was then stuck with PNS 18 jacks versus Armour 23, 
which Boulder can, ca Boulder can cast the plus armor spell twice a turn and just go, yep, both of my Colossals are armor 23 all day. Um, yeah. uh, Kurt's saying he put the Waldroth in a position to kill his Mounted King and in a position where he could bomb Boulder to a lot. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been great if I'd had any guns in that list at all. Um, I really would have liked that to be the case. It just didn't happen. Um, final game. Um, managed to run my uh, McBain list into what it considers to be almost the perfect game, which was a ranged scorn list um, with someone who had previously played against an army with countermeasures and had forgotten what it did. <laughs> was that just the end of that story then? It, it really is. It was just like at the start of the game, I forgot what countermeasures do. And then yeah. by the end of it, he still forgot what countermeasures do. Well, he, he went in for the uh, arranged assassination on McBain. On uh, turn three. Well, okay. Um, well. But the, the Kayazi were in the middle of his army, and he went, okay, uh, I'll fire this catapulter at McBain. No, you can't. It's countermeasures. All right. So, what does that mean? You, you can't use a range. You can't make a range attack if you're within five inches of a Kayazi. Okay. Well, this guy will fire instead. No, he's still within five inches of a Kayazi. But he's not targeting the Kayazi, but he's still within five inches. Was he exasperated by the end of it? Uh, Perhaps a little, um, because the, the Kyle's he just stuck around all game and slowly, um, oh, um, anatomical uh, precision, anatomical yeah. precision, emasculated his, his entire right flank down. Yeah, if you can, he kept giving him tough, and I'm just there going, I don't care. If you can't deal, uh, I think maybe that guy should have Owen uh, 2 dropped. <laughs> it sounds like that kind of game where. If you can't deal, he say he hadn't had uh, the best of days. He's done decently at his local club, but he struggles at tournaments. Yeah. He's still trying to find the right score and list, and I can kind of sympathise with that. Yeah, because they've been in a wonky ass position. Well, score is still in the position where they're having to build um, their armies from scratch again, almost. So, um, I, yeah, I, I really hope the guy kind of goes away and kind of looks at what he's doing because he'd got some elements for a, a, a good scorn army but it's things like he'd got no melee screen to some of his range yeah so he couldn't go out and block lanes to to protect them is he um, using venators slingers oh. uh he got slingers yes he got venators um, oh, he he also didn't quite get some of the rules for the um, the oh, the extol soul wards. Soul wards, is it? I don't know what they do anymore. The poo wardens. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, he tried to use their um, ranged ability on the warjacks and said, "Okay, so I add their strength to my damage roll." And I went, oh, "I'm pretty sure that's only for living models." <laughs> oh, oh like so then you end up taking like a power six against. <laughs> I, I, I said, How does he quit the game subsequently after this? Is there a Scorn <laughs> army on eBay? I, I did ask you, look, if you want to move that anywhere else, you know, feel free because you didn't know that rule and we haven't rolled any dice on it, so just just change it. Um, but I, I think he's, he's gone away with a little bit more knowledge of um, what his Scorn were doing and he's going to look at um, how to move forward from there. Because if, you, if you're not getting a lot of games in with Scorn right now, you're still in a place where it's like, I don't know what time. My question is, and for another, prob probably for another time, because I can't be asked to extrapolate on it, is does anybody actually learn anything at those bottom end of the 
tournament games where depending on the luck of I, I can I can see some people yeah saying you know trying it out testing it out having fun at the bottom but sometimes if they've had a, a bad experience does anybody take anything I mean did you take anything away from that victory or or was it just um the, the, problem, the, the problem with that victory for me is that that's the kind of list McBain likes to play into and you don't really learn much from those games because <laughs> That, from that, losing, that's specifically the kind of list McBain says, oh, I'll deal with this because I've got a heavy that can't be targeted. The warlock it's on can't be targeted. Uh, these cars, he can't be targeted and they block your ranged as well. And by the way, I've got th three heavies coming through the middle and the guy had no heavies at all. <laughs> so it was, it was incredible. And I wasn't learning anything from it. But what I did learn from, from was the other game. Okay. Where I'd taken the list pairing that was McBain and Ashlyn didn't get to put Ashton on the table because there was nothing that looked even remotely suitable to play her against. Um, because if anything, she's got even less ability to deal with armor than McBain has. Um, so I, I learned that I need to pick better. And I've, I've already built a new second list, um, which is uh, Magnus 2, Double Colossal. Um, don't judge me. Oh, we're always judging. <laughs> You've got two galleons, have you? Yeah. Oh, you're a horrible person. <laughs> PNS22, gotta love it. <laughs> PNS22, unyielding colossals. Mm. I, it was quite funny when um, I punched um, uh, my mate Stormclad over the weekend, and I, I go, Power 22. And he goes, Yeah, oh, you haven't put. Uh, sorry, was it Power 23 at that stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put Consecrated Power on there. I was like, uh, No, but um, I'm 21 base, and. I get plus two from this. Oh, is that, oh, from Synergy. That's what I got plus two from. It was like, fucking hell, 21. Yeah. I mean, that that Jack is... is um, Helios is really good. So instead of running all the Griffin spam in that list, I'm running uh, Helios as a tech piece. Mm. It doesn't quite work into Haley 2 the second time because domination is a thing. Didn't dominate that, but dominating Griffins and sending them places. Um... Storm, Stormsmith Grenadiers, they can be pretty friggin' nasty as well. Up to, what was it, PNS 16 on their grenades? Yeah, they can <laughs> chip. Anyway. Um, so, yes. O other than Bristol, I have actually done more hobby because Kurt moaned at me while I was at the tournament. So I have a <laughs> it was justified. Mm, I now have a fully painted unit of Kayazi. Mm hmm. So the ones how that you old said, are those models? <laughs> well, do you remember the last time I played in a UK National Masters? Vaguely, uh, it was back at the was it the Clarendon Suites? Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't even the last year at the Clarendon Suites. Uh, that, oh. that's that's when I had the car. That's pretty bad. Well, they, they've been handled. You could see they've been handled a lot. <laughs> they, you could see they're old. That's so. They're all fully painted now. They're in the case. I don't particularly like the job I've done them, but they were done as a unit quite quickly, and it's like, meh. I, I don't like the Kyali models. They're just... The faces are horrible. So. But they're done now. They're at the, so. I am planning on getting around to some more painting. However, I, I did manage to kill my the, the joy of painting by picking up Galleon and starting on that and just going, no. No, I don't want to paint any more ever again. Goodbye. Putting that to one side, so...
I might try something a bit less ambitious. I haven't decided what yet. Perhaps trenches. Don't know. Actually, I, I know what it might be. Um, Idrians. Because I've got a whole unit of those, and they're really good in mercs. Anything you can get up to, what is it? Rats, nine, power 15 guns. Is okay with me. <clears throat> right. Does that bring us to the end of any other business? I think it does. I think it does. Excellent. Alex. Spelling it out. <laughs> <laughs> Close the show, damn it. You've been listening to Ali Cadre, the Hordes on War Machine podcast that sometimes didn't take itself too seriously. Other times, Mike was rambled about Steamroller. <laughs> I've been uh, Mike. I've been Kurt. I've been Steamroller. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
a player can use um, multiple device, multiple devices to measure a single measurement, but must then remove those devices from the table before moving on to the next measurement. So basically, whatever you're doing has to be done as a, a single action. That's fair. Mm. So basically, you're saying this model is going to move here, and it's going to shoot that guy, and you can make you can do that whole chain of measurement. Yeah, you can even put a uh, a a token or a fifty mil circle of specs down to show exactly where it can get to, kind of thing, and yeah, well, can't leave it there. Well, for the next sorry. one, you can then and then you can and then you can activate the whole activating. Yeah, well, the, that's that that. That's the first change that's being made. So, so the the one that's actually come out in the document is you're allowed to do a, like a you're allowed to make a single measurement, place the proxy, and then measure something from the place the proxy is. Um, but they're considering already changing it to doing a single chain of measurement, so that it's clear what you're doing with what to where and how it's going to interact with the, the, the table as a whole. Ah, oh, we've got a bench. I can Hello. go. I can go. Hello, bench see that though. I did have games where a guy ended up with three or four different things for where his own models were going to move. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, oh no, I, I definitely had that. Where the, there was one guy who was like, okay, I'm going to put two templates over here. That's where this side of the table is going to move on the first turn. I'm going, to, I'm going to put two more templates down over here. That's where this side of the table is going to move on the first turn. Then I've got some proxy base, bases for where my war beasts are going to run on turn one. It's yeah. like, hang on. I'm still taking my turn and I can already see where you're putting your stuff. Yeah. That's not right. I, I feel that does nothing but disadvantage you. Oh, yes, and get confusing. Yes. That's actually one of the things I brought up on uh, Reddit um, quite a bit, because people were saying, oh, no, it's, it's my time. I should be able to put what I want on the table when I want to. And it's like, yeah, but at the same point, the table is the table sure. is a working area. It, you know, that mm. means that you need to freely be able to move from place to place and put down a template. You don't want to have like 10 proxy bases in front of a unit to go, okay, yeah. my intention is to do all my charges and runs here. We don't need to do it for that, but, but when, when um, the two wall, uh, wall drop, we'll get into it properly, but let's moving, there were two big bases. One was a genuine, I had one, and, and he was moving both of them around trying to work out where he could get to. Now, with dynamic, he would have screwed it up because he didn't have much play. So, so if he could have put one down, he probably still would have been all right. Yeah, but because um, if he just moved as far as he could go, which is what he ended up doing, it would be fine. And proxy for where the second was going to go to make sure he got it right, that would also have worked. Kurt, yes. Are you downloading anything or using Netflix or? Nope, nothing. So. Okay. Yeah, that was just okay. about to ask that as well. You're kind of a bit choppy from my end. And mine too. That means it feels like then. you are downloading something. I don't think I am. Nothing's open. I'm Alec. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh, we're going to have to cancel the whole thing now. No, it's not that. That's not the whole thing. Someone is suggesting MOV. No. MOV. Sorry. Uh, margin of victory. Uh, yeah. Oh, like we have in um, like Yamada. Yamada. Okay. I'd rather they didn't. I'm going to read this post because this is just. To head off the possibility of collusion or NPEs. Not sure what that means. No, uh, CP farming to stat pad player second tiebreaker for final scoring. Currently, most CPs accrued. That tiebreaker should use the difference between CPs scored. So players will mark on their sheet winners CPs minus losers CPs at the end of the round, and that total will be used to determine the total CPs to determine placement at the end of the event. What? Well, that's confusing. 
That sounds like gobbledygook. So basically, you it would be your CPs minus your opponents, and you'd score that. So you'd have a margin of victory of CPs, which is the slightly insane way that X-Wing works, and I really hate that as a tiebreaker. Um, and the Armada one. I don't know the Armada one. Chart, so you've got how many how many more things you kill opponent gives you a ratio between the two of you. When you score it. Um, it used really to be there, uh, that bad. I might, I could reboot and come back. That might be wise. I'm running. Um, I think that might be a good idea, Kurt. Cool. I'll do that. Okay. How am I? Sorry, Kurt's just breaking up fairly frequently. How am I? I'm going to close the window because, God damn, it's getting cold. Can anybody hear me? Yes. Yeah, we can hear you. Am I coming through okay? Yeah, a lot better than Kurt. <laughs> Kurt's laggy as fuck. Laggy as fuck. He's also lanky as fuck. That's it. How are you anyway, Ben? I'm alright. Not great. Being positive? No, I haven't had a good day. I haven't had a good couple of weeks. So. Oh. Don't worry about me, though. I'll be fine. I do worry about you, Ben. That's, that's the whole point. <laughs> uh, me and my axe. And my sword. I just spent a lot in the auction house on Warcraft because I am an idiot. That's why you're having a bad couple of weeks. Oh, that's it's terrible. No, it's, it's <laughs> quite fun, actually. It's just, that's the problem. It's like, terribly addictive. Real life is <laughs> terrible in comparison to... Oh, no. Real life is a lot better still than Warcraft. You don't have fucking giant pandas running around for a start. <laughs> ben, just think of it this way. Um, your, your life could be worse. You could be sat here with six metal staples in your head. Yeah. What, what happened there, by the way? Mine. Adore. So, <laughs> I was emptying the dishwasher downstairs, yes. and I stood up, and the cupboard over the dishwasher door what? was open, oh. and um, yeah, the, the corner of the cupboard kind of went into my head, um, fell backwards across the kitchen. I was that moment of, oh, my head hurts, put hand up, came back, oh, that's a bit of blood. Housemate, <laughs> housemate walks in. And that's the point where blood just pours down my face, over my ears. And it's just like, yeah, you're going to A&E. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to A&E. You didn't... So you looked like Carrie after the ball. Did you not see the photo? Yeah, you looked like Carrie after the ball. Uh, Okay. Yes, it was uh, particularly bloody. Um, And they had to to sort of take out part of my hair over here. and (laughs) Take out part of your hair. Yeah, I had to. I had to have an impromptu haircut in A and E. And they said, "Yeah, it's, the, the the cut's too big for glue. We'll have to staple you back together." Oh no! That's, uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm going to cry now. So I've got to go and have the staples out on Friday. I've even got a special Friday. medical staple remover. It's awesome. It's medical staples then. No, no, they're, they're metal. I don't know if they're magnetic. I've not tried and don't want to. Um, oh, do try. See if you're going to attach things to your forehead. <laughs> yeah, get a fridge Does anyone stick to me here. It's, it's not actually the forehead. It's uh, there. Nice. That one there. Does anyone use Skype anymore? Pardon? Does anyone use Skype anymore? Only for work. I don't. It seems to just be filled with people who've been hacked sending me shit. Yep. Well, it's, Is it like it's, the most in, unsecure social media network? It's um, it's where um, MSN transferred over to, so it's full of, well, that lot of people. Evil. 
That's a load of old shards. Good. Now he's broadcasting from outside. Yeah. Actually, part of, the, part of the reason for his speed might be the camera. Has he got a camera? Oh, okay, well, there you go. Is my sound screwed? Is it alright? Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. Keep talking. Is my sound screwed or is it okay? No, you're okay. Cool. It does sound like up. you're in a rather echoey room, though. Yeah. Uh, that would work. I'll just see if Nick's joining us. Teddy would be dead by this time. He did say that. <sighs> he died off. Play. Oh look, another message on Reddit. Is that better or worse? Same. Uh, no, that's, that's better. Cool. Switch the microphone back to the laptop itself, right? So, sorted. Yeah. And absolutely everything sorted. is turned off. So, sure. You sound cool now. You sound cool now. Excellent. Yeah. No, I'm very very like an old man. I'm, I'm getting some interesting answers to my conjecture that watching an opponent timeout isn't fun. Uh, sorry, it, it's yeah, yeah. because I, I said you know, watching someone do trigonometry on the tabletop for half an hour and then having them clock themselves is not fun. And what did they say to that? I, I, I don't want to win that way. No, no, I don't want to win that way, but it can be fun. And they no, said, no, no. well, if I've managed to get my opponent to do trigonometry for half an hour and then clock out, I've executed my strategy properly. Really? That's the strategy, is it? Your strategy was to Cock someone out of the game, basically. Uh, I, that, I, I, can, I, I can see I'm going to have philosophical differences with several people over Steamroller. Why are you doing it on Reddit? Podcast? It is the worst fucking platform. I, it's, not, it's not as bad as the old forums. I, I disagree wholeheartedly. So, has everyone had a chance to have a look at the new Steamroller document? I basically scrolled down to the parts where it discussed how you score zones and that was the most intriguing part and that's why there and uh kill box is like 10 inches and i would not picked up on that one actually yeah 10 inches uh, which means a lot of casters i guess are playing further back these days but i'm i'm not happy with that well not as happy um uh it well mm, you do you have mildly to peeved, people he's mildly peeved you do have to. I'll, I'll see how it plays, but I'm I'm not sure that's a positive change. We'll see. Uh, it, it, I thought you have to play f forward now more often, so surely you can't be serious. Um, no, so a control caster still has to put themselves in a position of danger uh, to actually score, for instance, on flag scenarios or. You uh, know. Yeah, yeah. That that is kind of true, but it. Yeah, I mean, it allows you to do more things, I guess. It's with swings um, and it, yeah, it, it does open up the game a little, it gives you a little bit more choice, which is interesting. But we'll see. But you don't seem sold on it. Uh, I don't know. No, it, it's not that I'm not sold, it's that I haven't had a chance to play with it yet, and therefore I'm kind of a bit iffy on it. I think, I think to, to, to work out what impact that has on the game, I'd have to actually play the game, um, which I, I would love to get some games in with this. I'll have to see if Nick is available. You could drive down to me. I have a table, some boards. Is it up? Yes, you're in Oxford. Well, I'm not in Oxford. I'm in Oxfordshire. Okay. You're near <laughs> Oxford. You're Oxford adjacent. 30 minutes away from Oxford. Is it up? We'll talk about <laughs> when you're on our bench. Okay. What about it, the... It, uh, it, it, it's still probably north. We won't give away your address on the podcast. Huzzah. <laughs> Please, no more doxing. I... <laughs> I can't handle all this attention. 
shit. Seriously, stop staring at me. Hashtag War Machine Gate? Um... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, really no. No, no. Does that work when you're playing games and just stare at you and just uh, go to pieces? Well, I don't... What do I do at the moment? I don't really play games. I have a friend over to play War Machine once a week. That's generally how I get I my fix. I thought you were just going to stop it. I have a friend. Uh, <laughs> you want to come over and play? No, because even that is like... Um, is that War Machine and Chill? Yeah, War Machine and Chill. <laughs> it's more like he played Haley too, and I played Virus, and the game was all... Well, it was two kinds of awful. So, <laughs> it was like, here's some griffins. And here's Haley too. Uh, you you want awful? You want my last tournament experience, which I blame. Um, is this Bristol? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was kind of gonna go to it, and then life biscuits money. So I I, I kind of want to go. It's got all the right people faces, you know. Well, they're doing uh, a new Steamroller series soon. Actually, I should probably get the date for that up so we can announce it on the podcast. Uh, Are you their uh, social media presence? What the Bristol? Yeah, started because we played the first part, part of it, but there were three more events. Yeah, did you go? Did you go? Yeah, I did. Jesus Christ, I am out. I not only attended, but I also played, and it was an extremely happy, extremely was, happy. Oh, he's overjoyed. Oh, that's good. That's a good. That's a really part of the good theme thing. of the uh, of the podcast. Yeah, what? happy. Twenty seventh of May for Heat Two. Yeah, have you got all of them? Uh, no, because I don't think Heat Three has a, a I do. date on Facebook yet. Oh. I have all of them. Well, aren't you, Mr. Special? 27th of May, 24th of June, 5th of August, the finals. Quite a summary. A lot of summary dates there. Yeah. Well, the John will only be at half of it. Why, where's John? John won't bother to turn up to half of his own Steamroller series. I am well, that just says it all. that just says it all, really, doesn't it? <laughs> Half-bait tournaments. <laughs> no, it's John's pro tournaments. Come on. Pro John pro... If he turned up in golf attire, that would be quite fun. What? The Pro Tour, Pro, John's Pro Tournaments. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's so weird. Um, I know, I'm, I'm pretty weird. Fair How enough. the hell do I get to this zone? I don't the know. The first player that earns six or more control points is the first thing I noticed that's um, significant. Uh, it's Rule not six. six or more control points. It's, um, yes, mm. that, that's, that's the big mm. change. Mm. So Cool. <laughs> Tell you what, shall we make a start? Yeah. Uh, and then Nick can join in if he arrives. What's Nick? We don't know. Yeah. Okay. You there, Alex? I'm here. Okay. You okay to start? Uh, yeah. Start what? Exactly. Excellent. As ready as ever. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Feel free to go for your drink. Hey. <laughs> This thing I love my brick. Like a shampoo bottle. <laughs> I heard I'll be gurgling out of a shampoo bottle. No, I'll be drinking out of this thing that looks suspiciously like a shampoo bottle. <sighs> don't, don't bubble do bath. That. Looks like bubble bath. No, it's a, it's, it's a proper kitchen bottle. It just happens to have ribena. Mm, ribena. Drink some water. Strawberry ribena is an offer for the weekend. Amazing. I don't drink anything very often at all. Well, I think that went pretty well. Yes. Um, so just any other business to do in the second half. Yay. To me, Bristol, 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 Bristol. Oh, yeah, that, com- that comes under any other business. Yeah, no, I got that. That's what I meant. Any yeah. business would be a painting table. I've got a painting table and any other business. Oh. Benji's <sighs> return. Mm. Well, there hasn't been many new model 
stuff kicking around at the moment. Um, everybody's waiting for... Actually, got to tell a lie. We've had the releases of Strakoff and that lot. Yeah, I'll be honest. Today I'm just quite infused about the um, release of the L5R uh, preview. Oh, 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 oh what, 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 where? Oh, do you want me to link it to you? Oh, yes, please. Is it just uh, the product page with the cards on? No, is it, is it, it, it contains some gameplay information, so I, I shall leave it. Do link we um, mention the UK? It's, the it's UK. an LCG, yes. Army boxes at all or not? Leave that alone. Um, I believe those are only... But the, the email I've got seems to just it's any direct order. Yes. Uh, just so you can share it and talk to people. But yeah. Oh, we could do. Small uh, ones, one. quite surprised by that. How much is it? Metal. Yeah, metal, heavy, big troll. Oh, it's because yeah, they're all portly. Actually, I, I'm gonna have a look if there's a Merc one and just just laugh. Yeah, a lot of metal in that. Any of us really? Who's? Gonna, I mean, this is starting a new faction. Okay, so the mercenary army. I don't feel inclined to do that really. Great one. The mule, a mangler, Gaston Cross with a vanguard, Eris with Taran, Hyazi assassins. And the gobber, actually, that's that's not terrible. Uh, that's not bad. Oh, there was one thing I did did want to have a little rant about, but I don't know if I can be asked. What was your rant going to be? <laughs> it was about. Do you remember that? Um, the recently somebody posted the p- pictures of um, that retribution guy's army that was Star Wars themed. No, not really. Had, well, no. well, somebody posted some some pictures of the guy's army that was Star Wars themed, and it was. Bloody lovely, you know, really good modelling. And the first couple of comments were, oh, I don't think this would be tournament legal. Well, no, it won't and, and it's just, oh, it just kills the modeller. And, to, be, and, to be fair, the, the, the tournament legal thing, it's tournament legal as long as it doesn't include logos. Uh, but it, uh, it, it, it doesn't, It for once, could we just put that aside when we're commenting about, like, the, the models, you know, it, it really... It, in such a tournament-heavy game, it's really... Unless you're saying... Yeah, unless you preface it with, I know this isn't tournament legal, but... Yeah, they did that, and it still... Oh, okay. It gets the whole... And yeah, you don't need to... Yeah, you just... Some people can't read, so... Have you... But, but looking at this game from an outsider perspective, I can see that really turning people off. New people, especially... I, I would say that this is never because because of it's it's the rules lawyery type thing where you can't appreciate something for its no uh, every game has the that. complexity the complexity of the game and the breadth yeah of the game is what puts other puts how, new players how off. complex the game has become uh, it's becoming increasingly unfriendly to the new player I mean it's unfriendly to a returning player let alone a new player. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't didn't you win? I thought all oh, new returning players seems to win seems to win these days. I won it. You won the game. You won a game. So did you, you were just above me. Yes, oh. I was. Well, there you go. Mike's still top of the table. Top of the table, yeah. You, you haven't seen the results of the Bristol Steamroller. I know. I'm just poking fun. What can I say? Maybe Mercs aren't as OP and. It, it, it was what I ran into that just stopped me dead. It was. Just appalling. I had a lovely day. Um, it was a Soviet metal meat mountain. Yes, so very much. Kurt was. There were two people below Kurt, and then uh, there were three people below me. Hmm. So I, I got one win all day. I was happy to get one win all day. But we'll we'll do that in any other business. Because, yeah. Yeah. 
that that was it was an atrocity the lists i faced i just so what did what sorry you had the kador guy then what so was i faced um kador uh was george the wolf right uh i faced boulder 2 in theme with um double world wrath was it literally pillars of salt yep <laughs> <laughs> and then I face uh, well. First round, I had a uh, peace striker heavy metal. Oh, yeah. We'll do that in the thing. We'll do that in the thing. Yeah, we're spending a lot of time on the thing. Is everyone here, Alex? What? Yes. One? Everyone's here. Uh, are you there and ready to come back? I I never gone. Baby, come back. Well, you've been very quiet. That's all. No, I've been here. I've just been listening and broke <laughs> myself. <laughs> Just he, been... He's more an interactive listener than an actual podcaster. It's fine. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That's, that's how I feel right now. That might change. You never know. How do you feel right now? How do I feel? I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm uh, maybe not uh, so heavily into the game right now. but uh... I, I think we're varying degrees of that. I mean, if you can call me playing my mate once a week in, you know, more active than you, then God knows. You're still a war machine player, so you know. I'm still, a, I'm still a war machine player, and still, I still haven't gotten completely over the end of Mark Two and uh, beginning of Mark Three, and some of my gripes. I'm a lot more optimistic than I previously was. That's but... not hard. It, pff, yeah. Well, you <laughs> have... um, Sh- should we come back and go into any other business then? Yeah. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. We pretty much did read the Steam Roller document, didn't we? No. Like, are you sure? Oh, there's really? still more. Steam Roller document's 30 pages long. Do you, do you want a bonus episode at the end of this of you just <laughs> reading it in your posh accent? <laughs> My dulcet tones <laughs> reading an audio book of the Steamroller pack. Yes, yeah, pretty much. Available on Audible, which is our new sponsors. Um, no. I did actually inquire with Audible about if they have a podcast sponsorship scheme in the UK, and they've never got back to me. And they were like, you're a bunch of illiterate monkeys. No. <laughs> Get away hey, from we, We've advertised their service quite a bit. I know. Where's my Where's my cut? Where's my sweet, sweet cut? I don't want a cut. I just want free audiobooks. Oh god. Uh, hey, I I spend a decent amount of money on Audible. My my Audible library is. You'd better get your money back by just buying books on your own membership and just getting the kickbacks. Um, You'd probably earn a fair amount just buying books on your own membership and getting the kickback that way. Uh yeah, that is fair. Um, right, I, I do have several War Machine books on there as well. Pages I'm out to. Time. Uh, if you go and stand, watch the new Zombicide Kickstarter. Another one. Oh, was there another one? There's a new Black Plague called Green, Green in May. Green Plague. Green. No, Green. It's about it's zombie orcs. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. And green. I've been sat here painting up the Holy Grail Knights last one. <laughs> I liked the look of Black Plague, but I don't like the business model of Kickstarter anymore. Just getting a bit. Silly. I love Black Plague. I've played so much. I reckon I've played Black Plague. I've got better value from Black Plague than any other Kickstarter by far. Us missing out on the actual Kickstarter version with all this shit ton of minis, isn't? Yeah, well, that's what I've done. I've got loads. Yeah, but it doesn't fill you with. If you know that that version exists, it doesn't fill you with. By the bot. Yeah, you just kind of like. Uh, but it's just made me want to go and one that the next Kickstarter they do because of all the extras you get. Uh, what? What, 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 what,
did you post a link to that? Yeah, it's a Dropbox link to a PDF. It's pretty long. Has Mike, has Mike frozen? Oh, no, no. I'm still here. He's still moving. No, I was, I was just looking at my Kickstarter list. Are you no, looking just, at the L5R stuff? I, I'm now going to look at the L5R stuff because... I, I've sent that to someone in Newbury, and they've already gone. Yes, yes, all of my money. Oh, I don't want it. I don't want another living card game. Netrunner got stale. For me, it wasn't that it got stale; it's that it was really hard to find opponents. Um, I think it, it was also one of those things where I really, really enjoyed the game, but I couldn't play another game at the same time. Yeah, because Netrunner is so complex. I feel like that with a lot of games. I feel like with Bombshine to an extent. So I might be able to, might get better at it. Oh well the artwork looks good. That's yeah, good yeah. It's it's FFG, the artwork is amazing. Uh, it has to be an improvement on the I've got some of the old uh LFR books, roleplay books. Oh. Hey, don't knock on them books. No, yeah, some I'm of the, the, the the books are fine, the art some of the artwork's a bit hilarious. L five R had some had has always had some pretty good artwork. Um, certainly all the Emperor Edition stuff I've got, it looks really nice. Oh my god, that card looks awesome. Which one? Uh, what was it? Uh, I can't scroll in. Uh, something Prodigy? Uh, the Bushi Duelist. Uh, Just the artwork looks, yeah. I love, I love me some samurai shit. But yeah, it, it does look good. It does look like it's taking some notes from the original version, but it's something new as well. I really which liked... Page, which page is your Bushy Duelist on? Ah, uh, one sec. I really liked the whole clan system and the whole fucking... All the different, like, themes of the clans. <laughs> different people. Uh, I don't know what page it's on, because it's this Dropbox. Oh, uh, the Minamoto Prodigy. Yes. Dragon Clan. Yeah, Bushy. Yeah, yeah that's a very nice-looking card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, fate as well, however it's called, um, where you add like counters onto the card to depend on how long you want it out for. Yeah, that that was an interesting one because I, I will always remember a game of L5R that myself and Nick were involved in um, that just went way too long um, yeah. and ended up with a table full of cards and something like that would have prevented that from happening um i'll, I'll see if i can find i now want to go play either dynasty warriors wrong wrong epoch and wrong country or samurai warriors wrong age wrong country basically wrong everything wrong what everything about, but what about for honor uh samurai warriors what about for honor what sorry for honor for honor, no, that's broken as bollocks. That <laughs> why is it broken uh, as bollocks? I don't It's just, um, it didn't I think it might have changed subsequently, but they added unnecessary levels of um longevity to item hunting in it, where it took like where they openly admitted like it would take 10 years to unlock a full set of armor or something. I don't know whether that was the in-game time or whether that was actual human. <laughs> well, it might have been an exaggeration of ten years, but it was like it was a ridiculous amount of volume time. Yeah, into a game that is very two-dimensional. Right, I'm going to put a photo in the chat of oh, the game with L5R that myself and Nick. You actually took a picture of it. Oh yeah, I, I'm surprised that he's actually got a picture still left. It's it's. Ha- 
happy memories of Nick. I don't think there is such a thing. <laughs> Where no, is it? Really? Anyway. Oh my lord. Yeah, that's that's pretty standard of, of L5R though. Admittedly, part of the middle of the table is taken up by um, the map. Um, and on the left-hand side, you can see the scoreboard. because we, we were actually playing the cut-down version. Are you sure you're not at a convention selling it? No. Like, that's not a stand where you can buy singles. <laughs> right. Anyway, I'm going. I am going to uh, wish no, you all good night. There's a nice pack of mini donuts, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was part of the board game evenings. Right. See you, Alex. That picture was uploaded 1,839 days ago. Yep. Lovely. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> been a hey, you can actually get on my old TwitPic account from there and see what I used to tweet. What did you used to tweet? Donuts. It, it, it's the early days of X-Wing and when I was still playing Kador. Jesus Christ. Is anyone actually going to salute this weekend? Nope. No. No. Good. Good people. Never been. I, I don't know if I'll, if I'll have been paid yet. So, I oh, uh, what are you working? No, no, I've got the redundancy payment. Oh, okay. um, but I've got my final month's wages, uh, a redundancy payment, and a bonus. And I don't know which month uh, one of those things is in. Uh, okay. Yeah. If it is this month, then woohoo! And potential of a job at arm. Um, if it isn't, then it gets not awkward, but it's less fun. Oh, you don't seem to be. Completely overridden with fear, anxiety, and trepidation of the unknown. No, no, the head wound kind of knocked it out of me. <laughs> I'd be having kittens. Still not. I'm having kittens anyway. But we're not live, are we? Oh, we are still live. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Can we stop? Oh, that's okay. Stop. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you to people who've been listening. It's been uh, lovely podcasting to you. We'll see you again at a date to be arranged. Eventually. So... Goodbye.